Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode number 22, Overcoming Toxic Feelings. All of our feelings are there to guide us. If you fly an airplane and you're one degree off course, at the beginning it won't make much difference. But come a few hours later, you'll be way off course and definitely travelling in the wrong direction. So as we listen to our feelings, we can know how to adjust our our travels a little this way or that. The problems begin to arise when we're not listening to all the feelings and adjusting our course. When we fail to acknowledge the bad or ugly feelings and are angry about having those kind of feelings, that's when we have a problem. The lawyer in our head starts to go to town on its soapbox. The negative self-talk begins, which may have a voice like our mother, our brother, our partner or our best friend, and we start to be critical of ourselves and fall into a huge pit of despair. So right at this moment, you need to decide that you're on the light team and that you recognize that the lawyer in your head got out of his cage. Acknowledge the reminders that the lawyer's giving you and then relegate the lawyer to the park bench with a muzzle. Take a step outside yourself just for a moment and observe what is happening and notice your reaction to the situation. Acknowledge your reaction and then recognize that this is a reaction to situations in your childhood or with your past relationships. And sometimes it can even be um, hereditary problems that we have inherited through our genes. So never forget that all of our experiences are for our highest good, even the bad decisions we make or others' decisions that are bad that affect us still make the muscle that we need for the next set of challenges in our life. So the hardest person to do this with, of course, is your husband or wife or partner. And it's really hard to stay sort of in the moment uh, when we're dealing with someone reacting and having a go at us. Um, you know, our first reaction is to um, you know want to defend ourselves and to to uh, defend our honor and to have a go at the person that's having a go at us but again if we can step out of ourselves and observe then we can clearly see that this is their stuff that they're reacting to and we don't have to fall into that trap of being triggered so when we're confronted, often we feel like a little kid again and our mum and our mum or dad are telling us off and we feel that we're unable to defend ourselves and we react angrily or fearfully just like we did when we were a kid. So once we can make this connection, it helps us to remain a little bit calmer and to stop the judgment and just listen. So we know there are times when each of us do struggle, you know, and we feel that we're not coping and that we're failing miserably. And sometimes we just need someone to acknowledge the feelings and to acknowledge perhaps their part in the feelings and we don't really want a solution, we just want an ear and a shoulder. And this is really powerful. To be able to just have someone's ear and shoulder is amazing and if we don't have an ear and shoulder, then we need to write the feelings down and often to be our own ear and shoulder. So we don't need to attach blame or guilt to the feelings, we just need to acknowledge them. So this is a a great topic, I think, that has been chosen by people this week. And especially, um, you know, it's Christmas time and um, 
at this time we do come into greater contact with our family and um and you know family friends and you know the same behaviors that bothered us when we were young will still bother us now and we will see this in and we'll see our old reactions as we begin to interact with family so my challenge to you is as you start to react to take a step outside yourself and just observe for a moment you know if you can you know even if someone wants to attack you, you can you can acknowledge and as soon as you acknowledge and say yes well perhaps I do do that and you know not fall into the pit of despair and, and you know say yes I do play a part in it or yes you know that could be part of the problem as soon as you acknowledge that there there's no more sting in the tail you know they yes I acknowledge that and you know fine and then you can take a step back and then you're no longer charged and then it doesn't really matter what they say because you've acknowledged your part in what's going on. It is hard to do this when you're with your partner because you love them and you, you know, you allow your deepest feelings to be exposed and when they're attacked it does make you feel defensive. But it, the more that we can remember that this is them speaking from their childhood or from their past experiences the more we are able to be less reactive and more observant. So let's clear some energy around this. So around our, our body is uh, our electromagnetic field and part of that field is our aura. So the aura has layers. And so sometimes these layers uh, react or are damaged to past experiences and we can have um, tears or leaks or, you know, people hooking into our energy, which is unhealthy. So this also affects the sixth chakra, which is about our intellect and our intuition. And I'm just going to clear a few affirmations to do with the family. And our family, of course, are our biggest triggers, aren't they? Uh, we allow all family members to learn from their mistakes. It's safe to communicate openly within our family. We feel the support of past generations and allow their love to fill our home. And I'm sure our relatives have been before and even though they may have struggled while they were alive, when they no longer have a body which has weakness and frailties and learning difficulties, once we're out of our body, I'm sure they see the bigger picture and understand the hurts that they may have caused. And so they want to help us and not for us to feel stuck in those patterns. And of course, when we have two camps, we have the camp of fear and the camp of faith, and we can only learn when we're in the camp of faith. We can't learn when we're in the camp of fear. So it's important for us to be able to um, understand and learn um, when while we're in love. And you know, if our children make mistakes, that's okay. And, you know, the more that we can allow them to make the mistakes and, you know, maybe speak to them afterwards and talk to them about it, the more powerful it is that they are able to to acknowledge the mistakes without feeling critical and having to defend themselves, that they can actually learn from the mistakes. Whereas if we criticise them for the mistakes and we're on their case all the time about them, they feel the need to defend themselves rather than to actually look at what what was happening or what went down. Our home is divinely protected and really we want our home to be a place where we can express ourselves freely without being attacked. We all work together for our common good 
And it's funny, isn't it? Even though we may be critical of our partner and our children and you know, want to slap them around the head a bit, not that we would, uh, when someone else attacks our family, we can quickly defend our family, even if they aren't doing the right thing necessarily. So it, it's important for us to, you know, be error-friendly. Now, yeah. we're talking a little bit about the first chakra now. And the first chakra is our base, and, you know, it's developed in our childhood, knowing who we are, knowing where we fit in the family, knowing where we belong. Um, what comes up is, I am worthy of acceptance. We might just chuck a little regardless in there, no matter what we do or don't do. I'm balanced and grounded. I give myself permission to thrive. My bones are strong. My sense of what is right keeps me on my correct path. I easily eliminate all that no longer serves me. Now this comes up into the heart chakra now, which is the fourth chakra. And it's going to involve our hands and our circulation. Um, the circulatory system anchors the life force energy in our body. And we could use a little bit of sandalwood oil here. I am lovable. What can we go and we feel we're lovable when we're perfect? But that's not true. I forgive myself. I am forgivable. My relationships are peaceful and balanced. I'm worthy and accepting of unconditional love. Often we don't want people to love us when we're doing the wrong thing. We want to be punished. I allow myself to experience fulfillment. And I think this ties in very much with the perfectionist mentality. We often won't allow ourselves to feel fulfilled with the small steps that we take when we feel that we have to be totally perfect before we're going to love ourselves. But, you know, who achieves perfection in this lifetime? Nobody. So we need to love ourselves regardless and accept the love that other people give us even if we're not perfect. I'm confident that healing power of love will, hearing power of God's love or the universe's love will heal my mind, my heart and my body. Okay, that's a bit clearer. Now a little bit more on the first chakra. And the orbits that are involved here are the kidneys, the adrenals and even the anus. And eating disorders can come in here, adrenal fatigue, Feelings of fear and anxiety, difficulty settling, poor boundaries, difficulty with finances. All these can be a part of our first chakra. Now, it's a little bit generational here. Dad's dad. And the fourth way of the, of the aura. And stuck emotions with dad's dad. Uh, lack of control over events. And when we, when we lack control, we know we, we get fearful because we, if we've had experiences in the past, you know, particularly if home or relationships haven't been safe and peaceful, where we want to control every situation so that we know what will happen. But this, um, this thought with danger because we're not God and we can't control every situation and all it causes is a huge amount of anxiety within us and those around us, um, you know, trying to keep out of our way. And really we have to relinquish control to God or the universe so that we can trust that the experiences that are happening to us are for our high school, even though they may be really difficult and challenging. So we're going into the second chakra now. And this one's weakened by guilt, low self-worth, believing that you're flawed and the unwillingness to forgive yourself. Um, an affirmation here is I am... Sorry, my relationships bring me pleasure. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. 
but they definitely bring us growth and learning. And in the relationships that don't give us pleasure, we need to examine, you know, is this, is this my contribution or the other person's? Is it, is it possible for us to work this out? Or, you know, sometimes do we need a break from each other that we can actually um, keep making our development happen? Sometimes in, you know, when we're married for a long time, if we haven't grown together, sometimes we outgrow the other person. And, you know, we can allow them time to catch up. But if they're unwilling to make progress, you know, sometimes we need to re-examine where we're at. Um, just as we make mistakes and sometimes as a slow learner, we need other people to be patient with us. Sometimes we have to be patient with other people. I'm entitled to happiness, joy and light in my life always. And a little bit more to clear from our minds. And so we need to have a healthy working relationship um, with ourselves and with the people around us and our situations. So my body and spirit here aren't having a healthy working relationship. My life, my husband or wife, my partner, my parents, my siblings, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my in-laws, my work colleagues, my food, my relaxation and rest, especially this time of year. With, with God or the universe, my unique gifts and talents, and we all have them. A lot of people say, oh, no, I don't have any talents. Well, yes, you do. You just may have not acknowledged them yet. Your past. Some people's talents are to make order or to be a good listener or to um, be understanding. And you, know, you may not see that as uh, being able to be um, of monetary value to you, but being a good listener, for example, wouldn't that make the best therapist? My time, having a good relationship with your time and your resources. Okay, let's re-check all of those. That's much better. Okay, so seventh chakra now, which is the, the crown chakra to do with our connection with God. I'm worthy of divine connection regardless. I'm enough regardless of what I own. I'm no longer attached to my problems. So like I think you can say, oh, you know, I'm a person who has MS or diabetes or arthritis. Or you can be, I am arthritic or I am. And you can become that. Whereas I don't think we should ever become the problem. I think we need to understand what we need to learn from the problem and what feelings are behind that problem. And, you know, you can read, like, the book by Carol Truman, Feelings Buried Alive Never, Never Die, um, Louise Hay. Uh, there's other people, too. I think Ina Siegel, she writes books about things like that as well. So there's a lot of things written about that and what our body problems represent. It's okay to peel away the layers and expose the real me. I'm connected to my earth family and my heavenly family. I'm in harmony with the universe. My mind functions optimally. I allow myself to be uh, peaceful and balanced. It's interesting that it's about allowing ourselves, isn't it? Because sometimes we don't allow ourselves to be peaceful and balanced. And it's not that we can't be, we're not letting ourselves be. And I know I can fall into that hole myself. 
So, um, you know, stopping again and saying, all right, you know, what's really most important here? Leave the things that aren't most important and let's work on what is most important and let's be a bit calmer. Now, there's some generational stuff here. Dad's dad. And we're going into the fifth chakra from here, which is the throat. And it's about speaking up for ourselves, expressing our feelings. Uh, it's now the right time to express the best of who I am now. I release the fear and doubt that blocks the way to my creative expression. And now we're going into the third chakra, which is about our power. I am powerful. I make all my life's choices in the interest of my higher stories and learning. I'm peaceful and balanced while wielding my power. I no longer compare myself to others. I love myself. And we'll put a little regardless on that one because often we only want to love ourselves when we're perfect. And I'm able to see past my weaknesses and allow them to become my strengths. And going off of the chick chakra now. It's about questioning, intuition, perception, understanding, inner voice, wisdom. My intuition and awareness of gifts. And, you know, sometimes these gifts come up and we're able to discern what someone's reacting to and see past it. And, you know, sometimes people aren't ready to listen to what we observe. But it's powerful for us to observe that and to be able to let people have their blow up and just remain quiet until they're done and in a quiet moment explain, well, maybe that's connected to this or that when they're in a position to listen and understand. I trust God or the universe that all outcomes in my life are for my highest good. That's got a generational component to it on mum's side, mum's mum. Okay, so I remain peaceful and balanced even under pressure. I allow myself to be peaceful and balanced. Uh, even in situations that are hostile or toxic, I, I remain peaceful and balanced. I'm able to be an observer. I can protect myself in those situations. I no longer react. That one doesn't hold yet. And this goes through Dad's dad's line and his dad. And the feeling of being galled is stuck in there. Galled's like, how dare you? The height of that person. How could they do that? Good, that's a lot clearer. All right. So that seems a lot clearer now. So, um, it's important, I, I think, as we've cleared this energy today, that when we get in a situation where we'd normally react, we can feel ourselves do the usual pattern, but to pull ourselves up now, that we know that we don't have to recall, react to the situation the way we always have. We can take a step outside ourselves and observe before we react. And if we're still finding that we react, we might need to just excuse ourselves for a moment, go to the bathroom or go to the bedroom or go somewhere, even sit in our car and just, you know, take a moment to be still and, you know, rejoin the light team and um, be calm and peaceful. And, you know, if you allow yourself to um, acknowledge the past events that make you feel this way, if you can see the lessons that you need to learn from that event and just move on without the pain, that's very powerful. But remember, you always have the right to choose and you can choose your reaction to any situation. 
we're not forced to react in the same way. We always have a choice. So, uh, thank you for those who've listened to, for joining me and thank you for um, all the support throughout the year of those that have um, been on the radio shows and those that have come to Energy Works events. Um, I appreciate your support and your friendship and, and all that you've taught me and all that you've encouraged me with and I hope that we can continue to um, encourage each other and that we can um, use the Facebook group to um, help be a tool to work on our problems and to clear the way to help us all improve and move forward. Um, your all comments are gratefully acknowledged and I appreciate your openness and your help in um, your help in um, making the radio show um, a success and, and, and a help to a lot of people. Um, it, it really um, lifts my heart to hear that. So in um, just a few announcements, there will be some Energy Works courses coming up um, in the new year. We'll have a get-together for those who are in Sydney or who want to come to Sydney. We'll have a, um, an, an information afternoon where we'll work on some topics and um, you know there'll be opportunity for others to make some presentations. Um, there'll be a an event in Finley, and then we'll, there'll be some events in the United States in March, and possibly even in Canada. We will um, have a, another event in Sydney uh, in May, around the middle of May, and in um, June in in Brisbane. There may also be another smaller event in Sydney that is um, being organised currently, maybe in February. So keep tuned. Um, you know, if you want to get a group of people together to have a an Energy Works event, I'm open to do that wherever you are. And uh, you know, just let me know and have some conversations with me. Anyway, I wish you a, a Merry Christmas. Enjoy the time with your family. Don't fall into the pit of the triggers. And, um, you know, remember you have the power to choose. And work on your goals for next year and what you want to achieve. And um, make it a great year. And thank you for making this one so good.